You want, can I say can I say something fucked up and a little like sacrilegious? The episode that that uh, was it? it was, Nick, did you find them? No, I didn't find them. I um, need them now. You need them now. You don't wear sunglasses, you yeah, skull fuck. <laughs> Get hit by a Tonka truck. They cost hundreds of dollars. I, mean, I have them and they don't. <laughs> yeah, he made me cuss. Jeez, living with Skies made you cussy. You look like you look like a hot female Andy. <laughs> Don't even that's try. weird. That's weird. That's weird. Um, <laughs> I chose it to be as weird as possible. Are you still podcasting? Yeah. Huh? Oh. Yo, you should be on our podcast. Okay. Come in here, girl. Does it? Is it like? Take a We're take recording. a earbud. Earbud. Say hello to Matt. This is our friend Matthew. Hi. Hi. Matthew. This is Andy's sister. Yeah. Hi. I'm related to him. She's almost as fucked up. Actually. I can hear. <laughs> I can hear it in the voice. I can yeah. hear. I can hear I'm your from brother. Does Andy yes. say plaza? Nobody says, says plaza. plaza. Did you pronounce Chicago Chicago? Chicago. Chicago. People are always like, are you from Boston or Chicago? Like, eh. Say something, say anything interesting. Anything interesting? Yeah, it would be a huge improvement over... frightening blowtorch that Andy didn't So this girl is smoking basically meth. No, it's hash oil, and you have to... There's no flame required... Except for the torch, because you're not actually burning anything. She's you're smoking the marijuana it. equivalent of meth. Like, it's not meth. Methawana. It's the <laughs> if you will. It's the strongest possible marijuana on the market. It's illegal in New Mexico. It's not illegal, is it? No, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it's totally legal in it's Mexico. It's concentrated. She's smoking like THC. It's like concentrated jelly. THC. You're not smoking any plant matter, and it's just more. It's worth your time. You, yeah. So you recommend it? A thumbs up. I highly recommend it. Yeah, but in, the th- problem with what she does and what she smokes is that it involves a process of, like, taking this THC jelly, loading it into this awful-looking crack pipe, and then, It's like, not an awful... It's a bomb with an oil rig, which basically it, is a titanium... Oil I have to are, go buy a hair straightener. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for letting me be part of your podcast. Uh, and by an oil rig, she means like a full, like sixty by sixty foot oil rig that you use to get oil out of the ocean. But it's this fucking ridiculous looking device that looks like a crack pipe. And then she takes a blowtorch that's bigger than the pipe and uses it to heat up the THC gummy jelly. It's fucked up, man. She sounds like a real marzipan, am I right? <laughs> Let's call back, Kessler. We're gonna high five in your honor. Okay, one. Alright, again. Two. One. Two. No, we count the three, not the. No one counts the one, you dingus. One. Ready, set, one. one. Two. Fuck. <laughs> okay, this time for all the peaches. One. No, I think I think we hit our comedy our comedy cutoff. Comedy, on the, on the, I wear comedy comedy cutoff. We didn't just hit our comedy cutoff. We gave it a high five. I'm kind of wearing comedy cutoffs. You right are. Now. I'm wearing Nick is wearing comedy cutoffs. Matt Kessler, I'm wearing polka dotted blue with white dot shorts that are cut off at about like I would say one, two, three inches above the knee. Yeah. You want to know what they call comedy cutoffs in France? Comedy culottes. Comedy Royale with cheese? <laughs> Fuck you. 
That's a bad joke. You should feel bad. My joke was sophisticated. It was definitely... It was mentally sophisticated. And it was mentally sophisticated. Hey, how was your experience with Final Fantasy uh, XIV? XIV? Yeah, you know me. I'm way into Final Fantasy, yo. Welcome to our hip hop diarrhea cast with Matt Kessler. <laughs> it's half Homestar Runner, half hip hop diarrhea. <laughs> it's it's fifty percent Homestar, twenty five percent Matt Kessler's butthole, twenty five percent Matt Kessler rasping rapping about fantasy. Yeah, the Legend of Zelda is really rad. Ganon is really bad. Yeah, go Link, get some. I feel like there's some cognitive dissonance between that Zelda commercial where they say Ganon is bad and the film where they say that the Power Glove is bad. I feel like they have an inconsistent... Um, sort of Especially because Ganondorf is bad and Ganon is bad, but they're not bad. Like, yeah, they're not interesting villains. Like Michael Jackson or the Power Glove. He's no. Like bad as in like he's, he's not even dude. bad like Wart. Like, Wart invaded Mario's dreams. Wart is way more compelling villain than... Ganon dork. Did you know that Inception is based off of Super Mario Brothers 2? <laughs> that makes so much sense. Because whenever Luigi jumps, it goes blah, <laughs> blah. That's right. We have to go. It's it's like a it's like a a vase inside a vase, and inside that vase is the key to the door. Is that how they say... Is that how you pronounce vase? I say vase. Yeah. I say vice. Put it in the vice. And then I put the flowers in the vase. My favorite show about growing flowers in Florida is called Miami Vase. (laughs) My favorite... My favorite video game about putting flowers in the vase is Gardening Mama. I've been playing those uh, 3DS Street Pass games. And one of you Oh, so you, you gave the rabbit the money... Oh, hell yeah, bitch. He fucking sold my ass. It was dope. He was like, 15 bucks? And I was like, I would have done it for 50. This language is so erotic. He sold your ass. And you said, bitch, I would have done it for 50. Yes. Which means you're a really bad hooker, but a really good street passer. we're, We're being disingenuous if we're not acknowledging the severe pimp undertones of the rabbit who sells you those 3DS Street Pack games, right? I like, guess that's why he... Ca- vibe feels a very, uh, like, like, black market. I guess that's why he calls it that street ass. He does. He takes the P out, and I take my P out. <laughs> yeah, the only, no P. If you want extra P, you have to pay for it. Yeah, you take the P, P, you P take, ain't free. That's right. Yeah, Hashtag water sports. It's got to go somewhere. Slip and slide, um, super geysers. That was so. Yeah, there are three street pass games. There's a uh, haunted manor. Mm-hmm. There's flower grower, and there's super geysers. <laughs> it's all urine related. They're all. It's the. It's. It's actually a remarkable piece of technology. It's the first ever handheld device to dynamically interact with your urine. Oh, you mean my PDS, my PDS XL? Oh, you have PDS. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. PDSD. <laughs> Peeing on your 3DS is like a storm raging 3DS. inside you. Jokes. Y- you're in a mess trying to get out of this joke. I would Asshole. You're in the movies joke, but I feel like that would be a hat trick of you're in the movies joke. Like, we- I, I would rather just talk about the movies. You can keep the urine out. 
Why don't we talk about the Sims? You're in, you're in town. Yeah, that's, yeah, blood in, you're out. Do you remember those old Nintendo commercials where it was a big, sexy mouth? (laughs) What kind of mouth? A big red mouth to pop out of the Nintendo logo and say, get into it, and go away. Speaking of ads, can I talk about the first Super Smash Brothers Smash Brothers ad? A surprisingly compelling N64. commercial. Like, it, play yeah, Matt it's so happy. Yeah, that's a, so that is a surprisingly oh, evocative commercial. Like Mario and Donkey Kong. So happy together. Like they start punching each other. Kind of fucked up. I saw that at my grandfather's house, and I was just, as I was, leaving, as I was leaving to go home, I just saw that on the TV, and I was like, that's the first time in my life an ad was just like, I have to have that. <laughs> I need to... Whatever need thing it is that makes that. Mario punch Pikachu, it's cool, too, because, like, we've talked, I think, about how Nintendo is weird about the fact that... Like, Smash Brothers is an uncomfortable series for them. Like, it's a game about Peach beating the shit out of Pikachu. Like, it's... That they have fundamental issues with. They They kind of can't believe they made that game. Right. Like, that commercial is crazy because it's a direct acknowledgement of, like... What if there was a game where these really cute Nintendo characters punched each other the until they were dead? Like, yeah, it's well, crazy. so like the redeeming thing about Smash Brothers is nobody the licensed soundtrack gets thrown off the screen. Yeah, it's anyone. It's like with Pokemon. Fucking, Pokemon don't die; they, they faint. They black or white out, which I thought was really weird. Yeah, it's either weird or racist. Yeah, can we talk about the whole blacking out white? No, because we've actually talked about that in the previous episode. Oh, I'm not no. even kidding. We've hit Jokeception! Or Jokevana, I guess. Wow, it's Luigi jumping. It's Luigi jumping up his own coin brick. My favorite uh, Inception Mario level is Blama Battlefield. There you go. My favorite is is Christian Bomb Bomb. What? Christian Bomb Bomb. Christian... But hey, I'm, I'm. Is that a Kiari song? Ugh. I'm sorry, I don't listen to white people. Whoa. You wanted to make check it your racist. Check your privilege. I don't know who Kiari is. Is it a robot? Mine? Yes. I wouldn't put fingernails there. Okay. We don't have to talk about it if they're your fingernails. I didn't. I trimmed my fingernails yesterday. Fingernails looks very recently Shorn. Those aren't my fingernails. Alright, well, I will throw them in the trash. Wait, oh, nails. I thought you said fingertips. <laughs> I thought you had, like, spiders growing out of your fingers. Why would you say that? Why would you say that to me? You Sorry, when I was a kid, I watched Pandora's Labyrinth if I wanted to go to sleep. And then I woke up and said, that's not a real movie. You, you ruined the joke. You your palms of your hands and there were no eyes in it and you freaked out. Right, what if they were spiders instead of eyes? What if your eyes were spiders and Wait, your spiders... Wait, you pretty good elevator. You can't spell spiders without eyes. Spiders. You can't spell I'm a spy without spy. That's really... I'm not here to tell Robert Rodriguez how to do his job, but if Spy Kids was Spider Kids, I would have tuned into every single one of those. Singles. I would have never watched it. Yeah? You don't like spiders, huh? Spider. What is with you Californians? I, maybe this is just a West Coast thing, but everyone in California is afraid of spiders. I mean, I, I'm a very recent West Coast transplant, so I'm used to nasty bugs all day, every day. Yeah, I mean, you grew nasty bugs. 
That was the whole thing. That was, I mean, your parents are nasty bug farmers. They supplied nasty bugs to the government for nasty so, bug bears. Uh, gov bugs, I think is what we called them in my household. Well, I mean, anything for the marketing, right? It's a good name. It's a catchy name. That's right. There's no such thing as bad press, only bad bugs in your bed. Van Presto. And Presto. Chain Joe. What, what are you clicking on, idiot? <laughs> You're clicking on it, idiot. I hear you clicking. I'm sorry. I, 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 I was, I'm trying to find out why the Final Fantasy XIV servers are so fucked. And then I realized, oh, it's because the game is Final Fantasy XIV, and that solved it. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. How is yeah, that? so I have zero frame of reference for this entry in the franchise, which is funny because I guess I'm an MMO guy. Uh, I guess I'm a person who led an Old Republic guild for eight months and became the top Old Republic guild on the server. <laughs> that was I a dark guess. time. That okay. was a dark time. Matt, listen. Yeah. If you had to pick one Jedi power, one. One. To have in real life. In real life. Which would you pick? Flight. I would pick Death Star so I could shoot a laser beam at the moon. And I would pick Forest Throw. Yeah? Yeah. Why? So I could th- throw people off the bus. I would pick Force Truck so I, I could like throw that a truck. Could potentially become discriminatory. <laughs> but no. no. I mean, that, and then that's why Rosa Parks was so significant is because she threw all those white guys off the bus. Oh, man. All right, you said it, not me. <laughs> you wanted to go there. You wanted it. We, we, we say... I tell the jokes you're afraid to tell. I'm a joke messiah. You're I'm a tiny messiah. baby. Joke messiah Matt Kessler, what would you... That's right. If you had to give one piece of advice to the kids of our future, what would you give? Kids... Racism and death. When they become funny, you've all grown up. That's good advice. That's deep and smart and bad. Not bad and it's good and not dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. what Ben has to say. <laughs> oh, you're a real poop smith tonight, huh, boy? Hey, Matt. Hey. Stop clicking. <laughs> I'm just, what? 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 Do I amuse you? Am I a bunny rabbit? Are you not entertained? I'm sorry. I'll try and use the tab button. What? Is the tab button on your ceiling? Hey, hi, guys. Let me get my spider. Jokes. Okay, ready, go. Jokes. Um, Luigi's dong. Luigi's... Do you say D-O-L-N-G? Dong. Dong. We can't. No, dong. Dong. We always talk about Luigi's dick. We don't have to. I feel like Luigi's dick is becoming a crutch for this show. We keep going to Luigi's dick well. Wow, that's a vivid image, huh? <laughs> it's I'll a dick crutch. Luigi's dick. Luigi's dick or Waluigi's dick? Is it weird that I feel like parts of his dick are green? Do you think Waluigi's dick is shaped like a W? Is that implies crazy things about everyone else's dick in the Mario universe? <laughs> but I bet his shaped like them. So Mario please. No, he's, well, he's. I don't even want to talk about Yoshi's two pronged dick. Like that's man, you fucking tricked me. Now we're talking about Mario dicks again. Do <laughs> you know the thing about Yoshi's dick? That no, it stretches out and grabs berries. Oh. Bang! Bang! Bang!
It's to tease the sensitive spots sexually. Oh boy. If there's ever a sentence I've never wanted to hear Matt Kessler say, it's the phrase, to tease the sensitive spots. Matt, have you not played any Saints Row the the fourth? No, I I got a copy with my... I got credit when I bought this stupid computer. And so I got... I bought it from Dell, so I bought from Dell a copy of Saints Row and Battlefield 4. And of course, even though I ordered it at the beginning of the month, it was out of stock. I think that Saints Row 2 is a better video game than Saints Row 3. Right, we've discussed this. Not Saints on this Row podcast, though. Saints, I, don't, exactly. I can't think about Saints Row 2 uh, critically, because I played it the, the probably Christmas break after I flung to college course, and so I just felt like it was mocking me the whole time. I just... Like, I felt like it's, it's... It's like, here's a game as dumb as you are. <laughs> oh, god damn it! I'm trapped! I'm in a um, stupor you know, de I'm fucking put myself out there. I thought Sensor 1 was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was mechanically so much better than San Andreas. I mean, here's, uh, here's the thing, is that I had wanted for my entire young life... Cool. I had wanted... Awesome. Since I was a ye lad. Or we lad, I guess. Um, I had wanted for forever for there to be... A, a grand video game that was game, good, uh, where there were ragdoll physics. Like that was literally my only criteria for what would make a good GTA game. And actually, if you go back, like Rockstar was talking about San Andreas, like it was going to have ragdoll physics. And all I wanted out of video games at that point, sorry, all I wanted out of video games at that point was a open world crime game where I could hit dudes with my car and they would go ragdoll and all. You dingbat. San- Did you even play San Andreas? That engine was choking the PS2 to death. Right. And then its but hands like, around ton- the... Yo, like six months before that game came out, Rockstar was talking like there was going to be ragdoll physics. Which, and they, like, they pulled it out of the chip. It's like, are you joking? Like, like you come on, like, that was 2004 and it felt like that engine was just stabbing a knife through the emotion engine. Again and again and again and again. The emotion engine. That game was running off of Woody's dis- like broken body parts and Buzz Lightyear's jetpack. It's like a huh, story was ragdoll. They made that game the, the, actually. The fact of the matter is, a lot of the Toy Story characters are very literally ragdolls. So, <laughs> that, well, not not, not Rex, not Hamp, not uh, Squeaky, not Slinky Stooch. I mean, Woody not obviously Stooch, and not and. Dino and Dolph. And and barn barnstormer, he he's an action figure. He's not he's not limp uh, like a biscuit. I mean, I guess Jesse is. Girl and Woody. the rest of Team Rocket. Hashtag girl Woody. <laughs> oh gross. Oh, that joke gave me girl Woody. It's so gross. All right, whatever, Mister Ubisoft. Oh, uh, what do you think ever happened to that guy who everyone hated, Eve's Gimond? <laughs> Nobody hates Eve. No. He's starting his own MMO called Eve's Online that is probably going to be pretty good. <laughs> Alright, listen. Everyone has the same... Okay, unless you play Eve, everyone has the same idea about Eve, which is, I wish I could play Eve. I wish yeah. I was, like, had... I, I can fly capital ships, you guys. You want to come? Nope. Not yes. at all. Yes. Well, what if I made you come? To my ship! To Not Google. sex! Oh, my God, you guys are gross. Invite me to your uh, Excel Google Doc about all oh, which which asteroids you find already. It's it's funny because you're a dork. 
said the evil Rude. mind player to the Rude. non-evil mind player. Well, you see, you attack the things I like. It's like you're attacking me personally. Like, you're not allowed to do that. As a friend, if you criticize something that I like, like, I'm going to go full bear cat on you. I would love to hear you try. Or to what? Go full bear cat? I'm obviously a spy for Goon Swarm. Does that still exist? <laughs> yep. Perfect joke. Hashtag nailed it. Hashtag damage true. Let's talk about Fire Emblem, because your tweets about Fire Emblem made me put in Fire Emblem, which I've had for six months and had Oh, wait, was that your first time going in? I mean, I played I played the first GBA game and loved it, loved it, loved it. Did you play Path of Radiance, the GameCube game? I heard the pa- GameCube game was bad. What? Oh, I loved it. Uh, or maybe I just saw it got a bad rating on GameSpot. This 3DS uh, one is my first Fire Emblem game. Oh, man. Like... I mean, I, I basically just played through that first mission, and already it's, like, super different from that original GBA. But, yeah, like, you're playing the tactician. It's You get to hang out with dudes, and ladies have crazy hair. It is yeah, a Fire Emblem game. Yo, let's talk about the fact that the character editor in Fire Emblem Awakening is dog shit. Like, you can literally make, like, maybe a, like a dozen really boring-looking anime protagonist dudes with brown hair. Like, the character I wound up making is a, like, 12-year-old-looking-ass teen girl with an eye patch and crazy braids because those are the only interesting options available. How's the girl voice acting? Because the guy voice acting is nothing. It's It's good. And um, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's... Characters in that game like to get married a lot really fast. Nice! Hot! It's cool though because it's like it's a it's a Tumblr generation fucking RPG. Like it's a Tumblr generation game and then it has shipping and fan fiction built right into the game. Do you know about that system, about how, like, if you have characters stand next to each other or fight together or pair up, their relationship, quote-unquote, improves? Yeah. And as the relationship improves, they you have, like, you unlock conversations between them that are very Persona 4-esque, and ultimately they end up smooching and getting married. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's fucking dope. Um, like, also, shouts out to 8-4 for that game having, like, the best script I've ever encountered in a fucking video game. I don't play JRPGs, I don't give a fuck about a fantasy game with dragons and all that bullshit, but that game's script is impeccable. Like, they talk like a mix of medieval-ass fucking knights and wizards crossed with the way teenagers talk in 2013. Like, they talk like people. It's weird and really cool. Keep playing it. I just really... I mean, the thing that was so great about that GBA game is it was just a really cool... And I don't... And you know... Maybe it's different now that the graphics are so much better, but... And, you know, there's just a lot more technology in the hood, but the whole thing with that... And that GBA game isn't even the first Fire Emblem game that's been in Japan forever, but... It addressed you. You were the tactician. And everyone addressed you as the tactician. You were not the fightman. You were the stratagem. Huh. It was a neat perspective in the year 2003. To have it's for a the same way for, for Awakening, but I don't really think of myself as my Avatar character. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, in the GBA game, you had no presence on the battlefield. You were at the base. But you had an Avatar on the field of battle that was in your base, but in the cutscenes, it was just anime-style portraits and moving mouths, and they would just address you as you. Well, what's fucked up about Awakening is that, like, if... There are actually two characters who, if they die, you get an immediate game over. Right. Like, Krom, which is a terrible caveman name for a character, who's, like, the prince or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and there's your avatar. Whatever, I, I saw the... I saw the abilities. I know how it goes down. Oh, did you pick magic or sword? I don't know. 
don't remember. Fuck you, man. This is important. I need to know who you are as a man. My character, she does magic spells, but she Okay, I know you're a man now. As opposed to dog. a dork. You're the man now, dork. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really against all odds. As a dude who doesn't give a motherfuck about JRPGs. And yet someone... You don't give fantasy. a fuck about JRPGs, but you played Nidhogg. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to figure out what that means. Swish. Hashtag joke swish. Hashtag Like, like literally, fuck JRPGs, fuck fantasy, fuck swords and dragons and magical tomes and spells and all that garbage. Fire Emblem is dope. Like, I How do you... Believe. I don't understand this. You don't like fantasy, but you like Breaking Bad? <laughs> literally, I, yo, uh, one of my coworkers came up to me recently and he's like, man, I remember a time when liking dragons was a prerequisite to being, like, a nerd. Like... I, I don't guess. think that's fucked. I don't like that idea at all. I mean, that's just the way it used to. He's, it's not. He's not the way it used back in my day. That's I mean, fucked that's up. That's the way it used to be. No, you know what? What's a prerequisite for being a nerd? Social anxiety. Don't don't try and fuck around. Oh well, I think I think spaceships are cool. Laser swords. No, you know was the only prerequisite: crippling loneliness and depression. Well, I want to take nerd them back for. Problem kids. <laughs> I have a problem, and that's why I play video games, because I'm trying to escape, but I can't get out. I can't escape. Wake me up inside. Wake me up! Save me! Yo, yo, sadness is rising above. Wake me up. Wake up inside. Wake me up. Evanescence is definitely like the next evolution of Linkin Park. You definitely sound like somebody who's heard that song once before. I hear that song. I mean, you you like fighting games. I bet you hear that song all the time. Right. No, the most popular songs in the fighting community are. I'd love to know. I'd really love to know. That James. Yeah, of course. Uh, start from the bottom right here. Same Wait, again? you mean the Scatman? Accentuate <laughs> the collabo between Drake and Scatman John. I started from the bottom, uh-huh. and now that that all happened, I'm here. I am here. That's a long title. It's what like about? Look, I started from the bottom, and now my whole crew, everyone that was with me when oh. I was at the bottom, don't cuss. They are freaking, freaking here. Freaking here. You know In song, freaking here. Indestructible. No one's gonna stop me now. Indestructible. That's such a good man. Capcom was on a roll with terrible songs as intros for their games. Between Street Fighter and Dragon's Dogma, they are just on point. I I still have those songs pumping on my boombox every time I go to the grocery store. Indestructible (laughs) is the single best song ever written. It's it's definitely in the top ten. It's just above Stairway and just. Is Su- is indestructible not in Super Street Fighter Four? No. What? No. I know. No, that makes me mad. I know. They did this too. Fuck all that. They did the same thing with Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma started with an incredible song, and they took it out for the expansion pack. It's basically just Capcom sticking, a f- sticking their whole body up your rectum. Hey, Matt Kessler, as one of the seven and a half people who dug Dragon's Dogma, should I play the game or play that weird expansion? You should play that weird expansion because it's the game. Plus, right. plus an overpriced DLC pack, so you should get that. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, it's yeah. it's full. It's just not forty dollars of DLC. 
Alright, that game is a fucking, that's an 8-4 play joint, too. Yeah, oh, but you wanna, if you're looking for 8-4 play, if you're looking for, like, good translations and coherent stories, man. I'm so horny for Fire Emblem's translation that I will fucking play anything. I'm gonna go, you know what? I I shouldn't even tell you. You should just go play Dragon's Dogma and try dealing with that story for 10 hours. And then uh, coming out the other end and seeing the crazy ending, it'll be like, it would be like you sitting in a desert in the middle of a road, which is a desert, and sitting there for 10 hours, and then at hour 11, the desert explodes with fire, and the fire is a good translation for a video game, and the fire goes away, and it just leaves you with the monster desert. What if I know the ending of Dragon's Dogma already? Is that going to fuck it up for me? Then, then it will just be, how the fuck did anyone put up with this to get to this ending? Like Jesus Christ! Is it? But the game part's cool, right? Damn. The game, the actual fighting is pretty good, if a little flawed. Everything surrounding it is bullshit. The well, story, though, right? the I gameplay. The that you love Dragon's Dog. Oh yeah, but but I'm I'm talking to you as a person who's made peace with the fact that sometimes I like games that just do not have defensible things about them, like exactly. Dragon's Dogma oh, and Eve Online and Dota Two, like things that are just uh, fucked up. No, that's not even Dota Two or uh, fucking Dive Kick. Yeah, I, Dive Kick is a, is a lesser than those three because I think the core of it still shines through. Yo, what about Call of Juarez Gunslinger? I, I want to play that. I hear it's good. I oh, hear it's like Bastion. God. I beat that shit. That game was cool. Was it cool? Yeah, man. It's like a... It is a solid-ass, 8 out of 10-ass, fun, stupid video game where... Here's what you do. You shoot everyone. Oh. You hit one a lot, sometimes in slow motion. You shoot them with your old-timey Western rifles, and it's got Bastion narration. Really? Okay. Only an 8 out of 10? Do you just not want them to have any bonus money? Man, you're a real asshole. I'm sorry. I have an idea. What's your idea? Everyone come up with... One game that you would recommend to everyone else on the podcast, even though you know it's flawed. Oh shit! Mm. All right. Mm. Uh, I okay. Wait. Mm. I have an idea in my head. I'll go first since I recommended it. Right. Okay. Mystical Ninja starring Goemon mm-hmm. for the Nintendo sixty four. Um, it's basically Ocarina of Time before a year before Ocarina of Time came out. It has pieces of heart and heart containers. It has master keys and, and compasses and dungeons. It has all of that, except it's more platformy focused. So you have to like jump from platform to platform, which makes it a little bit worse than Ocarina of Time. Ah, uh, yes, the things that made Ocarina of Time so special: heart containers and keys. Platforming, really good platforming. Oh yes, this is truly you have found the secret cipher. Is that okay? Can we also? Follow up when you make a heartfelt plea for a game you love. Can we just follow it up with sarcasm and bullshit? Apparently. I fucking love heart. Uh, fucking Mr. I fucking love heart. Heart Container 64 is a great game. Ooh, Barracuda. Wee! I missed one. Wee! Yeah, that's a reference to the song Barracuda. Uh, Matt Kessler. Yeah. Matt Kessler. Me next? 
We have a secret. Oh, we do? Oh, wait, we have to name all of our games first. Okay, Matt, go first. Monster Hunter. Um, Monster Hunter tries. No, I'm not going to play that. Name a real game. <laughs> you know what? Playing Monster Hunter after Demon Souls made the entire series make sense to me. Dark Souls was my cipher to a lot of Japanese design decisions. The idea that there was something to be said about animation priority and animation delay, the idea that wind-up times and inaction can be really compelling gameplay in the right circumstances. And that's what made Monster Hunter really crystallized for me. Increasingly, I've been fantasizing about playing Dark Souls for the first time. and I, I'm... Have you played Demon Souls at all? Okay, well, first off, that's fine, because Dark Souls is, A, better than Demon's Souls, and B, and this is key, easier than Demon's Souls. As someone who played a little bit of both, I agree. Yeah. Dark Souls, I'm just gonna, I'm just skip Dark Souls has Dark Souls has checkpoints. Demon's Souls has shortcuts to the end boss that you unlock after basically being the whole level. It's fucked. If it wasn't so incredible, that game would be bullshit. Yeah, it seems, and it seems like that. It seems like a, like, harder... To appreciate, like the highs are maybe slightly higher, but the lows. Are it's way it's a yeah. It's low. it's it's totally a Mega Man One to Mega Man Two situation. Mega Man One what in its the, time was probably incredible, but the Mega Man dispute is between two and three, because three introduces the sliding, two introduces the charge shot. Hmm. Like, as someone who's completed twenty four Mega Man games, Jesus. are you including soccer and and yes. bass? You no. should have warned us about this before we started this. How many Bound Network games? I've played through 24 Mega Man games. Literally, that should be like telling someone that you're a sex offender. You should have to go door to door and let people know that you've played that many Mega Man games. Oh, well, now that you, you've told me that, I know not to associate with you out of fear for my life. Thank you. <laughs> Mega Man is my second favorite series right... Uh, in, behind Dive Kick. <laughs> no. Behind Phoenix Wright. Alright. Oh, first off, fuck yeah, that is worth a real internet high five. Fuck yeah. Well, I don't know what Matt did, but it sounded a lot like a real high five. I'm a little perplexed by how realistic that was. Fuck yeah. Jeez. I mean, I I wish I was as strong as you to be able to say the Phoenix Wright is the greatest series there has ever been. But my mind keeps my heart at bay with like words like saying, yes. it's it's a dating sim but with puzzles or it's sort of constrained. But the translation is so good and the drama is so dramatic. Remember well, in the third right, game so where you so met the clown who to, spouted Will Smith lyrics about clowns? Ben, your recommendation is... My favorite video game series of all time is very flawed. We're talking about, you would if you could make us play one fucked up game, it would be... If you, be Mystical Ninja, Ninja Star and Joey Mon, mm-hmm. Magical, Magical and Ninja 64. Going Game, and 64... Now is time it's Ocarina of Time, a year before Ocarina and of Time maybe came worse. out, with more platforming, which Less is worse. Less talent. <laughs> I played that game. I thought it was cool. I remember there was like, isn't there a part of Mystical Ninja where you end up in some big You end up in a giant battle? robot. Yeah. Uh, I remember that shit. And you do a... So the, the two scenes that happen when you're in the giant robot, one scene is you're roller skating across a town, and you try and blow up as many buildings as you can. And the second... You like a ninja. One, one on one, it's basically a fucking what was that game with the Toro movie with the robots? Oh, 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 oh! I missed. Uh, it's Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. Pacify, pacify Wait, I want to hear Matt say it. Wait, Matt, what's your joke? 
<laughs> it's really hard to follow up the sentence "What's your joke?" with anything funny. But Ghostbusters. Huh? What? Ghostbusters. Okay, don't worry. It wasn't gonna be funny anyway. It's fine. Pacific Rim. It's basically a Pacific Rim fight uh, at the end of every level. <laughs> Sounds like a real Ninja Goemon who has like it's like you gotta go. He's got Achilles. His name's Achilles, and there's like an Achilles heel thing. What the fuck am I thinking of? There's some I N64 don't know. Game Not that. Where you're running around and Achilles is that someone fucking is gonna tweet at us and like, oh mischief makers. Nah, shut up. It's probably gonna be King Mento. It's probably Quest 64. Um, so my fucked up game that I think that you guys should play, even though I don't love it as yeah. much as fucking Demons, Dungeons, Dive Dragons, Dive Kick Dogma, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> the five Ds of destruction! Dragons, Dark, Dive Kick. Uh, I all the way through that little game called Attack of the Friday Monsters at Tokyo Tale on the 3DS. That little, like, you're picking a, a recent game that everyone likes? Ooh, like, think of a good one! You, we want a game... Yo, 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 yo. Your criteria was a game that I think is flawed that I think is good. Okay. I guess so, but... Monsters of Tokyo Tale is wicked flawed and kind of great. Yeah, but everyone who talked about it likes it. It's not like... I mean, both of us have named games that have... Serious problems and fewer fans than problems. I mean, here's here's a here, I'll give you a problem with Attack of the Friday Monsters. There's no gameplay in it. There's not a video game part. It's the fucking Gone Home of video games. Like all whatever Gone, Gone Home was Gone Home was, was fucking <laughs> rad. Only thing to make it more awesome is if it had a shotgun. There are plenty of shotguns in Attack of the Friday. Have you seen all those screenshots of people superimposing Doom weapons onto screenshots of Gone Home? They're great. Nope, that sounds great, though. Uh, I played through Gone Home on a MacBook Air from 2010 with all the shadows and lighting turned off, so maybe I ruined the atmosphere for myself a little bit. May, I, I mean, I, I if you were not creeped out by that game... Then, um, I was a little bit spooked. I was a little ter- also. Like, I mean, I'm a coward. I don't play scary games in general, so that game freaks my fuck. Well, uh, it freaked your fuck. I mi- there are two things about Gone Home that I missed. I missed the sex part. Uh huh. I missed the jump scare when I played through it. Really? So you and did I you beat it in a weird order? That's cool, because those are two of the coolest parts of the game. I never least, played that game. You'll, it's like literally, it takes two hours. You should. Buy yeah, it, it probably takes ninety and minutes. I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm gonna. I'm a little. Fu- I'm gonna say something about about Gone Home. And, stand back, everyone. Brace the walls. Nick is gonna drop it. Here's my controversial opinion about Gone Home. Gone Home should not be twenty dollars. Damn! Oh shit! What? Yo. I'm sounding the shofar for such shit. Happy like, New Year, I motherfucker. Disagree. $20 is too much for <sighs> It's 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 <laughs> fucked. I think people should get paid for the work they do. For sure. That is an in- interesting <sighs> important If it was 15, would you be okay? Yeah, I think it should be 10, but if it was 15, I'd be okay. But $20, I think about the games that I've paid 10 bucks for and had Ten times as much fun over ten times as many hours. Like with. Far Cry Three. I mean, that's a that's a pure. I mean, the thing is, is that's a, a whole kind of value proposition argument, which yeah is and is and totally and fair to make. Fair to apply to Gone Home because Gone Home is a fucking piece of Listen, art narrative, whatever. But like, games are way harder than movies because a movie is going to be within one to two hours to three hours guaranteed. 
Video games can be up to like 60 hours. Yeah. But I mean, the, the thing with the movie argument that's sort of fucked up is that Gone Home costs more than a lot of movies that's and is thing. shorter than a lot of movies. the game I can think of that breaks, that crosses that line of this costs more per minute and I'm not that motherfucker who cares what it costs per hour, but like Gone Home costs more per second than any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it That's is. Crazy. It's totally an. It's totally a fair complaint. I'm not going to be and, one of those guys who and says. Gone Home is a great game with a great skip, script and impeccable writing, but it's not better written than any movie I've ever seen. Like, like it's no, not it's not. It's just better than 98 percent of video games. Right. Exactly. But then, yeah, you're you're totally right. It is. It's a. It's worth having a conversation about. It's yeah. definitely not the first time. I mean, you know. Think about when Braid came out, and people yeah, were like, $15 for Braid yeah, right. and Castle yeah, right. Crashers? That was the first game that came out in that, like, pseudo-Castle Crashers era, where it was like... It came out the same up. year. It was it was the same summer of arcade. It was Braid, Bionic Commander Rearmed, Castle Crashers, Yamchi Wars, Retro Evolve 2, and the one no one likes. There was a fifth Which one. Was? I don't remember. I, I, that's how little no one cares about it. That first summer of arcade in 2009 was fucking was incredible. No, the mall may have been the year before. I, I mean, I, I could just look the up Summer of Arcade. First, and, and the mall is charming. Like, it, it's probably not the mall. I will find that. I will type out, bro. Yeah, Summer of... Explosion Man. I mean, I don't even like Explosion Man as much as the mall. Summer of Arcade. I like Miss Explosion Man a lot. It's the only one I played. I don't, I don't really like... I don't think I actually like... I don't think I like any Twisted Pixel game other than Twisted Pixel. Wait, other than what? Oh, other than Twisted... I like Twisted Pixel more than any of the games they've made. Yeah. Although I, I really love the style of... It's kind of... I have a similar relationship with, with um, uh, fucking... Okay, uh, here... Yes, I was totally right. So here is the Summer of Arcade 2008. It was not 2009. Yeah. Was that the Ge first Summer of Arcade? Yes, first Summer of Arcade. Geometry Wars Retro Evolve 2. Braid. Oh, yeah. Bionic Commander oh, yeah. Rearmed. Yeah. Galaga Legions. And Castle what? Crashers. Wait, what was the, what was the fourth one? Galaga Legions, your HD Geometry yeah. Wars one style take on Galaga. Yeah, fucking. What if Pac-Man Championship Edition didn't? If it did that, some of our kids would have been legend. This is already a list of some of at least three of my favorite video games of the last generation of hardware. This I had a dream that I got to play the Pac-Man Party arcade game last night. But the point being, like, that was the first time people had that question. Like, Braid looks like the sort of side-scrolling stuff that had been $5 or $10. Because a lot, because remember, it was a big deal when games cost 10 bucks on Xbox Live Arcade. Geometry Wars 1 was a $5 game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it was again, definitely the I first think, time that, that conversation happened. Yo, Space Giraffe did everyone a huge service by making everyone realize that any game on XPLA that's $5 is probably bullshit. <laughs> What are you saying about Space Giraffe? I'm saying Space Giraffe is bullshit. You're bullshit. Fuck saying. you. Fuck Space Jay Allard says fuck you. Jay Allard <laughs> says I'm going to inhale you definitely. into my mouth. Um, Jay Allard but, says look into my eyes. Fuck you. Yeah, Galaga Legions just didn't work, huh? That no. was not good nope. at all. Compared to even if you even if you are putting Castle Crashers to the left, let's say, and yeah. saying. You know where where we were in two thousand eight? Yeah, sure. 
Sure, you can love Castle Crashers. Go I mean, ahead. You, you, I mean, fucking honestly, Galaga Legions, if it had come out on a normal day, would have been like, hey, it's a, an above average fucking 7.5 ass Xbox Live Arcade game. But it, within play within three weeks, you had... Down. Yeah, but up against those other four games... Within three weeks, you had Geometry Wars 2, Braid, and Bionic Commander Rearmed. Like, yeah, not like, everyone... I love Bionic Commander Rearmed. Not everyone else does. And I, I don't have the, the Soldier Boy review of Braid again. Uh, Yo, they got this new game called Braid, huh? And uh, basically, uh, it's Mario it's in the Mario, future with his hair dyed orange. Get drunk or get high. And he's drunk and get drink or you smoke or get high. And there ain't even any point to the game. Uh, he's I love how in Indie Game the movie, like, like, yeah. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> His sort of like internal struggle and like his 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 confrontation with people misinterpreting Braid is juxtaposed with Soldier Boy's review of it. It's beautiful. It's artistry. Yeah, because on some level, who cares? Like I bet I bet it sold some copies from that. I bet he sold upwards of twelve copies what thanks to Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy took that video down for whatever reason. No, like, you can find you can find mirrors of it. Yeah, on YouTube. I just people, watched mirror of it. Yeah, people re-uploaded it, but I mean they needed to. I mean it's it's probably the most important video review ever recorded. I mean, that's how you find out that the game is basically about the, the atom bomb. Because <laughs> Soldier Boy, the Cause Soldier Boy dropped it. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, hey, Kessler, we, uh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. We've been, like, we've been drinking. Really drunk for this whole episode. Have you really? That's not yeah. fair. Oh. Is that, is that why it's been so good? I don't know. Oh, I mean, I'm told, I'm stone sober. You're stoned, huh? See. <laughs> That's probably super duper See, hot. we had the idea that getting drunk would make this podcast good. I don't know about that. But we did have the idea that it would be funny. One of the few conveniences available to us doing this podcast remotely over Skype is that we could get hideously drunk without you realizing necessarily. And so we've been drinking since about 11 in the morning. Really? Why so early? Because uh, we're funnyjokes.com. So do we have a closer for this? Or. Yeah. yeah we have our closer is this. <laughs> Gotcha. Fart noises. Bam 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 Love to be at the end of Fight Club. That's Michael Madsen. It's Michael, Michael Madsen at the Mad end of Michaelson. Fight Club. Michael Mann. My man Michael. And Michael Madsen directed Inception. Thank you and good night. God bless. God bless you. God bless America.